and welcome. You are listening to LOL Storytime, the goofy story podcast for kids. Today's story is called Extreme Quicksand, and it's the last episode before we go on a 10-episode run where the characters' names have been chosen by you guys. Shout out to Ethan, who recently left a review. That now leaves us with only five spots left, so if you would like to name a character, just let me know. Either way, I love hearing from all you listeners out there. It makes my day every time. All right, let's get into the story. This is the story of Ty Rodriguez, the boy from a family known to be extreme. His family loved trying any extreme activity they could find and were all about the thrills, danger, and excitement. Everyone in the whole family, except for Ty. Ty was very unextreme. Whatever the opposite of extreme is, that was Ty. His parents had named him Ty because the name meant great extreme. And they sort of figured that a kid born into a family that enjoys being extreme might also be extreme. But clearly, Ty was the exception. His parents had always been into extreme activities. Things like extreme deep sea diving, extreme cave exploration, and extreme race car driving. They even made breakfast extreme. Pancakes were cooked by volcano and served like they were ninja stars. If you didn't react quickly enough, you could take a mean pancake slap to the face. Ty's sister also liked all sorts of extreme stuff. Her favorite activity was alligator wrestling. Aren't you worried an alligator will chomp your leg off? Ty once asked. Ty, if an alligator chomps my leg off, then I will build a new leg out of whatever alligator legs are made of. I'll sew it on my body where the old leg used to be, and then I'll be back to wrestling the next day. Okay, yeah, good luck with that. Now, there were times when Ty was described as extreme, but usually only when talking about safety. He was extremely safe and extremely cautious. Guys, I'm not sure if we should walk to school today. There's a chance of a thunderstorm in two weeks. And, well, just in case it comes early or whatever, you just never know. Ty's friends were not the most understanding either, because even they were extreme. There was the monkey bar kid who wasn't satisfied doing regular old monkey bars. Instead, she did the monkey bars over shark-infested waters or pools of lava. Another friend was an extreme climber, climbing skyscrapers, towers, and giant mountains. He was not allowed to climb Mount Everest, and not because his parents were worried that he'd become a popsicle, but only because they wanted to climb it first. His friends did have good hearts, though, and often tried to think of safer activities that Ty could be included in, too. I guess we could try the regular monkey bars at the park, suggested one friend. I might be able to do them without falling asleep. The park? panicked Ty. Do you know how many opportunities there are at the park to get boo-boos? Uh, I guess so, but isn't that what band-aids are for? Dude, I have never needed a band-aid in my life, and I'm not about to start now. Okay, well I've got an idea, said his other friend. We could try climbing that hill by the school. You know, the little one that the three-year-olds learn how to toboggan on? I'm not even sure if it counts as a hill. Might just be a mound of dirt. Whoa, 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 protested Ty. Climbing activities are out of the question. Way too dangerous. I don't even like climbing the stairs in my house without a harness or safety hat on. Let's be reasonable here. Oh, well, I have a better idea, Ty, announced another friend. How about we just go hang out at my house? 
We'll stay away from the trampoline. We definitely won't touch my mother's sword collection. Instead, we can just rest on the couch and watch a movie. Is this some kind of joke? Asked Tai. Sit on your couch? Have you forgotten that your coffee table is made out of glass? What if one of us trips while getting off the couch and lands on top of the glass coffee table? I just finished reading an article about broken glass in Super Safety Magazine. There's no way. Now when all of your friends have suggested something to do and you turn down each and every idea, it then falls on you to figure out what to play. How about you guys just come spend the afternoon at my house? I know all of the best ways to stay safe there, so we'll have an absolute blast. When Ty's three friends walked through the front door of his house, they were each promptly handed a safety guide Ty had made. Do we have to read this? They asked. This book is like 300 pages long. It's strongly recommended that you read it all, but if you just want to hold on to it and refer to it as needed, that might be okay too. Over the afternoon, Ty introduced his friends to some very safe activities. Activities like pillow sitting, where you just calmly sit down on a soft, fluffy pillow. Another thrilling game was throwing a tissue in the air and then trying to catch it before it hit the ground. The ground being a thick safety mat that you might see in a gym class. Make sure you guys are wearing your safety helmets and safety goggles. Ty, I'm not sure if we need to worry about getting hurt throwing tissues around. My mom juggles knives and has never used any safety gear. Ty used his fingers to plug his ears. La 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 la, I can't hear you. That sounds really dangerous and awful, and I'm going to pretend you did not just tell me that. It took some convincing, but eventually Ty's friends talked him into going outside to play in the backyard. All right, you guys head on out and start reviewing chapters 14 and 15 of your safety guide books. Both chapters focus entirely on the backyard and should let you know all about any potential dangers out there. I'll grab us some drinks and bring them out in a minute. Using unbreakable plastic cups, of course. Ty had only finished pouring the first drink when he heard someone screaming in his backyard. He dropped what he was doing to see what was going on. Help! I'm sinking and I can't get out! cried one of his friends. Oh, come on, guys. Didn't you read the last part of chapter 14 where it talks all about the quicksand? Quicksand? His sinking friend shouted. I thought this was a sandbox. Used to be a sandbox, explained Ty. But that wasn't extreme enough for my family, so now it's quicksand. Ty's other two friends started panicking. What do we do? What do we do? Someone has to go in there and try to save them. They both looked at one another, hoping the other would volunteer to do something, but unfortunately, this situation felt a little too extreme. Maybe Ty should just call... Ty? Whoa, what are you doing? The friends looked over to see Ty joining their first friend in the quicksand. Alright, so the first thing you need to do is take some slow, deep breaths, and don't try to wiggle or pull yourself out, explained Ty. You're then going to want to lie down on your back. Ty demonstrated by lying down on his back. After a short period of time, Ty's body was floating atop the quicksand, allowing him to roll over and do some kind of swim-crawl movement back to land. Ty's friend followed his lead, and soon both were back on Ty's yard, free from the quicksand. Ty, what on earth was that? Oh, that's just the simplest way to get yourself free if you ever find yourself sinking in quicksand, explained Ty. Again, you guys really should have known that by reading chapter 14. Ty, you just knowingly walked right into quicksand. 
that was so extreme. You're extreme. You've been extreme all along. Oh, get out of town, said Ty. That was only easy for me because I knew how to do it safely. But that's the thing, Ty. Doing extreme stuff only works when you know how to do it safely. Otherwise, all the extreme people would have been eaten by sharks by now. With all of your wisdom and knowledge about safety, you could possibly become the most extreme kid on the planet. You really think so? Asked Ty. Maybe you're right. Maybe I was born to be extreme, just like my parents and sister. Ty turned back and ran toward his house. Where are you going? Called his friends. At his doorway, Ty turned around and said, I must get to work. Tomorrow I shall do something so extreme that once finished, everyone will remember my name. Ty Rodriguez, extreme guy. No, that's not it. Ty Rodriguez, doer of extreme stuff. No, 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 not that either. Maybe hashtag extremely tie, you know, or something. Word got around quickly that Ty was planning something extreme, and people began speculating what it could be. Riding a raging bull? Walking through fire? Tightrope walking between two towers? Knowing the Rodriguez family history, it was bound to be good. The next day, a large crowd gathered at the location Ty had announced. Ty was already on site wearing tights and a cape. The cape's a little much, isn't it? He asked no one in particular. I may have gone a little overboard. But alas, we're not here for the capes. We're here for the thrills. We're here for the danger. We're here for the extreme. And with that, Ty began climbing up the hill. That was really more of a mound of dirt, where the three-year-olds all first learned how to toboggan. Wait! Someone called out. That's it? That's your extreme activity? Climbing the world's smallest dirt hill? Ty paused mid-climb and turned to face the people. Baby steps, guys. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know. Perhaps next week I'll be ready to watch a movie next to a glass coffee table. I mean, no guarantees. That still seems ridiculously dangerous to me. But who knows? After all, I'm extreme. The end. That's our story. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let me know what extreme activity you would like to try someday. The more extreme, the better. Catch ya on the next one.